Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. The CFL and XFL about to announce entering formal talks to explore opportunities. Yes, this is big news. How about that? Hey, CFL, don't get on your knees for these guys. You still have the 100-plus year brand. Like, I would say, hey, Rock, maybe you should change your name. We'll change ours to the Continental Football League, but you need to change yours to the Continental Football League, and it's still the CFL. This is the Rod Peterson Show. And uh, along with Moose DuPont, we're live from the bunker out here in Western Canada. I say hi to all XFL fans and CFL fans (laughs) around the world. How about that? How about that? See what I did there? We're uh, we're live with episode number four hundred and forty of the program, and we're it's we got some big name guests today. We do every day. Actually, we're going to round out the week in fine style that way. But coming up today, Gary Lawless of the Vegas Golden Knights. He's got thoughts on this CFL XFL partnership. And by the way, I've got the very latest on it. So hold on. And Brian Burke of the Pittsburgh Penguins will be with us. And uh, it's funny. He was in the media for, what, a couple of years? Yeah. We never got him. And now he's back into hockey. And we got him. And we got him. So it should be interesting to see what Berkey has to say. He's coming up in hour two. Don't mind me. I'm just loading the uh, YouTube feed here and getting your comments. Because you're going to want, well, I want to chat with the fans today. As we always do. And see what's popping with them across all 10 provinces and 31 states. But I'll tell you, just hang on. Because we got to get to the quick six show topics, please. So, Director George, please do that. And as we roll, the Prairie Mobile text line is open. 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel mobility dealer. And you don't need to tell me that our online 24-hour streaming is down audio. Because I just discovered it myself. We're working on it. Fastest pit crow in the business. They tell me it'll be up and running soon. Okay. Good. So, so number one, let's spend uh, some time on this. The CFL XFL leftovers. I tweeted about a half an hour ago that I've got the latest, the goods, and it's 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 all good. I've had people tweeting at me this morning saying it's pretty hard to see where this predict where this is going to go when there's so few details have been divulged. I've heard from people on various teams and uh, within the league saying that. So here's the deal. The deal is actually between the CFL and Redbird Capital, which if you remember when the XFL went to auction, it was Redbird Capital that bought them. Is there a train going right through the, right through the, right through the building? I think, I think so. Do you folks hear that? We're being taken to the train station. <laughs> you never know until it's too I've late. I've never heard a train go through here, right? It tells you how close we are to the tracks. Yeah. Anyways, back on track. When you think about it, the XFL, which is the golf shirt that I'm wearing today, is nothing. And as I talked to the football slash business guy this morning about that, think about it. It was bankrupt, and The Rock bought it at auction. 
after being placed into bankruptcy by its prior owner, Vince McMahon. It might have three employees right now. So the deal isn't CFL and XFL. It's more CFL and Redbird Capital. However, the XFL sent out the tweet yesterday on behalf of their ownership. So I guess if the Redbird Consulting had sent out a tweet, nobody would have cared. But do you see where this is confusing for the fans? But the important thing here is the deal is with the CFL and Redbird Capital. And the next point is that nothing is going to change for the Canadian Football League. That's the plan. Not a merger of the two leagues. And I don't know, I found this kind of cute. They said The Rock just loves the CFL. The CFL wants to tap into The Rock's brand, his marketing abilities, his sponsorship abilities, his contacts. And I said, okay, okay, okay. What does The Rock get out of this? And they said, he's going to do it for free. (laughs) I thought of you immediately. (laughs) Well, you say it. Nothing's free. Nothing's free. Like... The Rock is in the business of making money, right? He's got one of the biggest brands on the planet. This yeah. isn't UNICEF, right? <laughs> He's going to do it for free. And I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy, boy, boy. He's going to pick your pocket, and you're not even going to know it. So, anyways, that's what I was told this morning. It's not XFL, CFL. It's Redbird Capital, CFL. The plan's not to change anything with the CFL, not the rules, not the teams. I don't see it going according to plan. How much does go according to plan? I do think it does end up in a 20-team North America-wide league that probably The Rock's going to own entirely. Come on, guys, out of the goodness of his heart, please. But anyways, it's brought up this great question, poll question today. What is your hill-to-die-on rule in the CFL? Because the plan right now is not to change anything. The Rock's just going to let the CFL use him and then the league will just magically be fine again and nothing will need to change. So the rules, what's the one thing you don't want to change? The rouge, three downs, or field size, or other. And 53% of people saying three downs. They don't want that to change. Next up is the size of the field. Frankly, I would say number one is the rouge. That's what really makes the CFL unique. And 10% say other. But was it you that was saying? What is it for the XFL? If we did merge, which I think this is where it's going, and Naylor actually tweeted as much yesterday, why doesn't the XFL just adopt CFL rules? Is it you that said that? they got funky rules anyways. they got funky rules anyway. They're trying to be anti-NFL, really distinguish and differentiate themselves from the National Football League. So that makes sense to me. Have the XFL. You know, you can bring some wrinkles to the CFL, sure, But it makes sense for them to pick up Canadian rules. Absolutely. The one thing that I think if there was going to be something changed, maybe it would be three downs to four downs. But no, I could could see the XFL taking on Canadian rules. Absolutely. Well, and I've had a lot of people uh, saying to me about the ratio. They don't want to see the ratio go and how a lot of the Canadian kids wouldn't get a fair shot. I, 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 I don't know. I never played football. I was a hockey player. Here's my take. I put this show up against anybody in America. And we're winning. The ratings, growth, revenue, all shows that. Up against American digital shows, American television shows. We have that data. I'm not afraid to put Canadian football players up against American. But you played football. Am I completely out to lunch on the abolition of the ratio? Yes and no. I mean, 
it's not that there's all, you know, better athletes, stronger, faster, all those things that we talk about. It's just that there's more of them. So if you have, you know, 100 million athletes, how much easier is it to find fast, strong, big, quick, yeah. good hands than trying to do that out of 10 million athletes, right? So much easier when you've got a pool of 100 million to choose from. That's why it happens in the States, right? We do need to carve a home for Canadians to have success. But you know what? This would then open up opportunities for those indoor football leagues you talked about wanting to build. Mm-hmm. Right. And for other, uh, you know, um, semi-pro leagues to pop up in Canada where Canadians can have that success. But we know when Canadians are given a chance, they have success and play really well. Look at how well they're doing now. You know, Brad Sinopoli is one of the top receivers in the Canadian Football League. Canadian. There's Canadians that have success everywhere at every position. Gary uh, Lawless is going to have thoughts on that coming up in block two from Vegas, a city that has a major CFL imprint. Um, Uncle Lorney. Texting us. He's found us. Remember, he used to text my old show and drive me nuts? Yeah. He says, all good players will want to play in the USA, not in Canada. Too bad Saskatchewan will become a doormat again. I don't believe that at all, Uncle Lorne. The players do want to play in Saskatchewan, or at least historically they do. I don't know where it's at now. Best stadium in the country. One of the best in North America. Don't worry. But tremendous road trips. We were talking about this yesterday. Dallas, Houston, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, Seattle, and the sneaky good road city of St. Louis, Missouri. And I knew we have a lot of viewers down there. And I said to Darren, boy, I would miss those road trips. It would be fun to go in there. You said, why can't we go in there? We can go. (laughs) You said that. Yeah. Taking the show on the road. And then after we do our job, we can enjoy the game. Exactly. As fans. Who wants to go there and work? Right? For sure. Anyways, to sum up, once again, this proposed deal, this collaboration is not with the XFL. It's with the Canadian Football League and Redbird Capital. And I will hold the CFL somewhat responsible for the fake news. Because as we learned, what's the definition of fake news? Misleading news. We were led to believe that it was the XFL and the CFL, and I'm told it's not with the XFL at all. Yeah. And so, shame on you. CFL, but they don't want to change anything. They want to stay with nine Canadian teams, keep the rules the same, and I just don't think it's going to work. It's going to take more than The Rock, okay, and his Rolodex, his contacts to save the Canadian Football League. And that's why I think this will end up in a merger. That's what I have to say about that. And we'll get to your comments uh, in a moment. Who is it? Gary in Winnipeg says, I like the Mr. Rogers sweater on Moose. There you go. Thanks. Wednesday, NHL leftovers. Last night was a bit of a letdown for me for the National Hockey League. I waited all day for the Orders and Senators game, and it wasn't even a game. That's in my leftovers. Number one, Dylan Coughlin of the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas born. He's a Duncan, B.C. birthplace, calls Nanaimo home. But his first three goals in the NHL's first, second, and third goals all came in the one game. And the Golden Knights still lost against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, watch out for their goalie, Capo Kakinen. He is on an historic heater. He's one win away from tying Jordan Bennington, moving up the list of winning streaks for a rookie goalie. Wow. Remember the name, Capo Kakinen. I spelt it wrong. I put Kalanen. Dang, autocorrect. The other day I was trying to type Hitman, 
Uh-oh. And autocorrect put it, hot men. <laughs> Can't wait to watch the... I was, I was inconsolable for an hour. I was beside myself. <laughs> uh, Sens Oilers wasn't much of a game. 7-1 Edmonton. Neon Leon's five-plus points, which he's done twice against the Senators, puts him in a category with six other people, including Gretz, Sid, and Mario. And the other thing is ESPN uh, was on a podcast in New York, the Off the Ball podcast last night with Chris and Jurg, and they asked me what I thought the ESPN deal would mean for the NHL. We saw it this morning. They announced the deal yesterday. This morning I'm watching ESPN get up. Highlights from Greeny of of the hat trick last night of Neon Leon and Connor Dazzling and Nathan McKinnon's highlights from Colorado and Arizona. In the morning show. More eyeballs. That's what it means. You're yep. in this it's wide sports that doesn't cover the Canadian Football League, right? Give them some rights, give them a reason where they can benefit financially. Yeah. And they're going to cover your product. John in Winnipeg. John um, says, which CFL rule is your hill to die on? Thanks. It's the Rouge. Don't even need to think about it. You? Three downs. Okay. Here's mine. With my American friends, of which they're growing every day, when they sit and watch CFL football, I'm talking not Canadians that have moved down there. They're like, I turned on the game and it was 12-1. What? <laughs> they cannot get their mind around that. That yeah. is the most Canadian of rules is the rouge. That can't go anywhere. That's right. That or the uh, no fair catch. I think that would just be standard. As I say again, let's amalgamate the two rules, two leagues rules and come out with the best. Yeah. Uh, or three rules and put. You don't like the fair catch? No, I, I you think, do. I like Canadians r- version of it. I don't think the fair catch is good. It's for, well, okay. Let's get rid of the, let's bash, get rid of the franchise. Bash your brains in then. Yeah. Player safety is a rumor. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Dr. Fauci was on ESPN Get Up this morning. And now it cannot be related to Canada, clearly. But what Fauci says just this morning live, I watched it. He does not expect full stadiums in America even by this summer, despite the rapid amount of vaccinations that are going on actually ahead of schedule there. I think they're behind schedule here. No, I think. Yeah. It's hard to believe who to, who to believe. Hard to know who to believe. But he's saying in America, no full stadiums. But I think in Canada, the CFL would take 50% if they could. And he said open air stadiums far easier than covered stadiums for that, which I think stands to reason. But we're not disease experts. Uh, point four, the Blue Jays. Lost to the Orioles 4-1 yesterday. Hey, their game Friday is going to be on television, though. What? Yeah, I know. All right. What year is it? Yeah. Uh, my point five is a couple notes with uh, God's team, the Regina Pats, as they open the Western Hockey League season Friday night. Darren and I will be calling it on access. It's Connor Bedard's first game, the Western Hockey League's first ever exceptional player. They say the next Connor McDavid, the next John Tavares. Would the Brand Center be sold out in normal times? Let's go back to say it's September 27th, and it's the home opener against the Brandon Wheat Kings. Would it be sold out for this kid? I'm going to say I don't think so. And for those that don't know, our local hockey arena seats 6,484 fans. I don't think so. It'd be a good crowd, but I'm not sure it'd be. If the pandemic had not existed, okay? Forget about the, oh, we're dying for hockey, right, and all that. Do you think it would be or it wouldn't be? No, I don't. I, I think it should be, and I think that 
if you market it the right way, like if that's what the marketing was, if it wasn't home opener of the Pats, which is what the teams will do, they promote the teams. If they actually did the campaign that says Connor Bedard's first game, it'd be sold out. But they wouldn't do that. They would just promote home opener. So they'd get four to 5,000, but it wouldn't be sold out. Wouldn't be sold out. I'm with you. And point six, I left blank. And the time we have left here in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. By the way, you're home for the NHL, UFC, and Regina Pats hockey. I talked to Georgie the Greek Freak last night, and he said they will have the Pats Raiders game as the featured game on the video wall at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. What's the sixth sports point that you have? And I'll write it down. It's on you. The sixth. Briar? Briar? Yeah, Briar. There Tell you me go. what I need to know about the Briar. Wayne Madaw's playing this morning. You uh, love him. Against uh, Jacobs. We like the story because yeah. here's, you know, the old guy coming back and schooling all these young curlers. Um, and Glenn Howard, who's, who was hurt and was good for so long, he's just watching and enjoying it. So it looks like they're having fun again. And that's what it's about. Dunstone rebounded as well. He took off the hat, by the way, yeah. last night. Took off the hat. And won. And won. And all of a sudden, uh, he's looking really good for the playoffs, which I think start tomorrow. Thank you for that. You, uh, you answered the bell. There you go. Uh, a lot of comments here. Don McNeil watching in central Ontario. He says Connor Bedard will be more of a road draw next year, obviously, because we're playing in the, in the hub center here. Um, Jennifer Illingworth writes in, good morning. The order game was boring. Dunstone must win this afternoon, and oh my God, I can't wait for the Pats game tomorrow. I have dusted off my bell, as have I. Dupes and I will have the call on access. Uh, Jacques Dupuis in Ottawa says, Texas wants a full stadium in the baseball opener? Wow. That doesn't surprise me. It's no. Texas, and Texas is supposed to be wide open as of today. Yeah. And uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, I live near Steinbeck. Manitoba, and I saw someone wearing a Regina Pads jersey. Yay! WHL is back. I was on a live stream the other day out of Winnipeg, and they said, hey, Rod Peterson's here. Voice of God's team. The Regina Pats. I was like, wow, it's spreading. Branding. How about that? How about that? Okay. Pause on the comments for a minute. Is Gary ready? Okay. Lawless is logging in from Sin City. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces, 31 states, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? (laughs) You've started to. I've had it for a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because (laughs) I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. (sighs) Don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. 
Yes, not worn, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those nicky things. You must have too. (laughs) Nick yourself. Yes. And your bleeding doesn't happen because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So what more do you want to know when you when you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti-shaving cream. You leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Interactive TV continues here, episode 440 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. Just ahead of hitting up Gary Lawless in Vegas. Some viewer comments here. John Kirby in Edmonton says, The Western Hockey League announces Subway as the title partner for the Hub Center in Regina. You can call it the Sub Hub. What's your favorite Subway sub? Oh, I'm a... Uh, Roast beef meat, here. Meatball. Roast, yeah. Yard eat. Roast beef here. Uh, from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, I wish I could listen to Roddy calling the Ice versus Pats. Somebody figure out a way to get the access coverage on the air in Manitoba. Out of my hands. And regarding Fauci's comments on ESPN, get up this morning. James Thrice, he's watching on YouTube, says, Dr. Fauci seems to forget that we've already had full stadiums several times this year. I don't want to start a holy war. I'm just telling you what the top doc said, okay? Let's bring in Gary Lawless now from Vegas, from the Vegas Golden Knights facility. How are you doing, Gary? Good, Rod. How are you? Very well. Awesome, as a matter of fact. And our viewers have a lot of... Hey? You guys got your subs mixed up. You're the meatball sub. (laughs) Good one. Last time it was A&W. Now this. Gary, uh, uh, the viewers have a lot of questions for you, and I'll get to them. There's some good ones here. I think you'll enjoy them. But um, All right. I know you have some strong thoughts on this CFL-XFL plan collaboration. What are they? Well, I think it's a shame that it's come to this. But uh, I think that, you know, if we, we, if we had truth serum from a number of CFL owners, uh, and I would guess it's Montreal, BC, and Toronto, where they, they, where they lose money all the time, they're probably tired of, of where where the business has been, where it is, and they're looking at where it's going and they're scratching their heads. Uh, 2021, you know, uh, you're, if, you start, if you started a regular season like you always would, it would be in front of no fans. And I don't know how the CFL can afford that. I just don't think they can. So it, like the testing and, the, vac- and, the, and the, the protocols that go into that, enormously expensive. I don't think the CFL has the money for that. So maybe a shortened season that starts later on and all that dependent upon the vaccine and then the rollout. And there's no guarantees there. So I, I think they're in a really tough spot. And um, I, I think probably if I was one of those guys and Dwayne Johnson came along a year ago or eight months ago, whenever it was, 
I'm guessing it's, you know, at least eight months ago when they speak before, when they started talking, he comes along one of the greatest marketers in the world with one of the greatest brands in the world and says, let's talk about a collaboration. Uh, your ears would have to be wide open. And I think they have, uh, I don't believe uh, for a second that they are talking about talking. If that was the case, why would you not have engaged the players association and said, Hey guys, we're going to talk to these guys. We don't know where it's going to go. You would not surprise them. I think that, 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 that they have, they didn't talk to the players association when they began these conversations and they're well down the road in these conversations. That's what I believe. Uh, just from everything that you saw yesterday, why would the XFL announce yesterday that they're putting a pause on their 21 season until they're done these conversations with the CFL? That's not about, you're not pausing your season to talk about marketing collaborations. You're pausing your season because you're talking about a full-blown merger and what that would look like and where there is advantages for both sides in that. And, uh, you know, it, it, we can debate the the logic of, of a merger, uh, and that will happen as we move forward, I'm sure. But I don't think we should be debating that that's what they're talking about because that's that's what they're talking about. That, it's, that, to me, is plain as day. But in a way, we are debating that. And here's the news that I got this morning, insider source, that it's not a merger or a talks with the CFL-XFL. It's the CFL on the rock. The CFL wants to tap into his marketing abilities, everything you said, and his contacts. But they don't want to merge leagues. They want to keep it as the CFL and leverage his contacts to help the CFL. Nothing changes. Not the teams, not the rules, not anything. And I'm thinking... That is not going to happen. You may think that's going to happen, but you're going to end up amalgamating leagues. Hey, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking to, but I don't believe that to be. I don't. I don't believe any of that to be accurate. And ma matter of fact, if you had to pin me down and 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 and, ha and make me guess at what's going to happen in 2022, there will be an 18 18 team league playing four down football with no ratio. Uh, and, and whether or not the Great Cup is involved or it gets give, given back to CIS or to rugby or, or the CFL guys say, hey, we think it would be cool to, to have the Great Cup uh, in this league. What the league is called, I wouldn't know. But that would be my guess, that in 2022, they're going to be th – that's, that, that's what they're striving to. That's what – I have to believe that's what Toronto would want. I know that's what the guys in Montreal want. Uh, I don't know why they bought the Alouettes, to be honest with you. Because I don't think they want to be part of the CFL. They want to be part of something different. And um, this is this is that opportunity. I don't think... And listen, uh, and let's be really clear. And Rod, I, don't, I know I don't have to explain this to you, but I love the CFL. And I love the CFL the way it is. Uh, and I have for a long time. I've got a great cup ring for my time with the Toronto Argonauts. I enjoyed that. You've seen how, how I, I live in the United States. I continue to pay attention, to watch, to talk to people up there. I love the CFL. I wish it was viable, but it's not. It's not viable. Toronto hasn't worked. I worked for the Toronto Argonauts in 1996. Didn't work then. Hasn't worked at, at, at any of time in that in that in that whole period of time. Uh, Montreal doesn't work anymore, and they need a stadium. BC doesn't work. They they need a stadium. I don't think that like, playing. At, at, at where they play now doesn't really work. Calgary needs a stadium. Edmonton is eventually going to need one. Who am I missing? 
<laughs> so, you know, like it's uh, Ottawa works, um, but but like but when I say work, like like what's the high end? What, what what's the most money the Riders ever made in a year? Oh, you tell me. They made ten million Fifth, some years. Uh, ten to fifteen million. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So like th- that's the one operation in Canada where if you're a really rich guy, you look at it and go, okay, I'd be willing to own that, but. They're given a stadium, right? Like that's the whole like th- that's the whole thing. The, the, the province of Saskatchewan gave them a stadium, and n- that's not happening anywhere else in Canada. Oh, in 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 Manitoba, they built that stadium, and the, there's you know the, the Blue Bombers are supposed to pay them in years when they have when they ha- when they make money. Like that, that deal, no one else is getting that deal in Canada. They're not doing that anywhere else. The two Prairie provinces. Uh, you know, God love them. It, it, they believe it to be uh, to be a great province. You've got to have, you know, you got to have a symphony hall. You got to have a place where people can go watch uh, watch theater, and you got to have a Canadian Football League stadium. But they don't think that in British Columbia. They don't think that in Quebec, and they don't think that in Ontario. Uh, Gary's from some of the comments here from YouTube. Doctor Hockey says, "So I guess the CFL team in Atlantic Canada isn't happening." Don't get put any carts ahead of any horses here. Hang on. They are just talking. Uh, Trevor Bazillo in Winnipeg. I like this plan better than yesterday. Leave the CFL alone. I'll just say this, Gary. My source, you know him. I'll give him give you his number if you want. I'm trying to be pro-CFL as much as I can. I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen either, what I was told. But this is what they think. Anyways, are you ready to take yeah. some questions? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I kind of got to find it here. It says, ask Gary about having some pops with John Ferguson Sr. Uh, he said that he couldn't handle Gordie Howe. He was the only guy he couldn't handle. What's that story? Yeah, it's one of my favorite nights in hockey. I was in, it was in 2005, and I was covering the World Juniors up in Grand Forks, the greatest uh, team Canada ever at that tournament. And the Manitoba Moose were playing in Cleveland. So I jumped on a... Uh, North, I think it was Northwest back then. Uh, a Northwest flight from Grand Forks to uh, to Cleveland, and I might have might have had to go through Minneapolis um, and covered the game. And I wasn't feeling very well, but after the game, I was walking through the lobby of the Sheraton Hotel in downtown Cleveland, and I was just about to the elevator, and I was like, I, I was getting up at like four in the morning to fly back to Grand Forks to cover uh, another game for Team Canada. And I can't wait to get into bed and get, you know, get three or four hours of shut-eye before I have to get up. And there's a voice. Hey, Gare. And I look over, and it's Randy Carlisle and John Ferguson Sr. sitting at the bar, and Fergie takes that big paw of his and goes like this, come on over. And uh, you don't say no to John Fer- You didn't say no to John Ferguson Sr. And I wouldn't say no to Junior either. He's, he's a really good friend of mine. Uh, so I went over, and I sat at the bar with them. And we had a whole bunch of fun. And uh, at one point in time, I was calling him Mr. Ferguson. And then after a few pops, uh, <laughs> he was Fergie. And uh, I said to him, well, so Carlisle was mad at me about something. And Fergie was elbowing me under the table. Keep going. Keep needling him. And actually, um, Mel Engelstad, a good Saskatchewan boy, his name came up in the conversation. And then, uh, I, so then finally I said, to, so Fergie, who had your number? And he looked at me, and he goes, first of all, it was Mr. Ferguson a while ago. Now it's Fergie, right? 
And then uh, he goes, who had my number? Nobody had my number. And I went, oh, okay. All right. Okay. And about five minutes later, he looked at me. He goes, all right. I'll tell you this much. After a while, I stopped asking Gordy. And that was his way of saying uh, he didn't want to, he, he, he'd had enough of Gordy's fists. He didn't want any more. So he stopped asking him to fight. Yeah, he couldn't, couldn't beat him. Uh, from some of the viewers, Jeff Cabellos, great to see you on Winnipeg Sports Talk the other day. You and Huss, always a hoot. Jamie in Halifax says the CFL in Halifax has the right team on board. If you're not optimistic, then you're not a football fan living in Halifax. Football here is huge. Donald Mitchell, a Navy man watching in the Middle East, says Americans will not watch another four-down league. You have to give them something new. Uh, Ryan Baracco says if it adds business in any way, it's worth the talk with the XFL. So those are some of the viewers' comments on that, and we'll get to more later on the Golden Knights. <gasps> Lost two in a oh, row, just Gary. Before, just before we leave the CFL, I will tell you what I would do if I was the commissioner. I would go to the Canadian government and I would find a way to turn the CFL basically into uh, horse racing where people could go to the games. Uh, it's the secret to the NFL is wagering, right? You know, I, I go to an NFL game. I don't know who any of the players are. Uh, so I take 20 bucks. I put, you know, five on, uh, on a team to win. I, I put a few bucks on, uh, you know, the over under maybe on, uh, I may place a bet on whether or not there's going to be a defensive interception with a touchdown, whatever, you know I mean? Like it's small wager and it keeps me riveted for the whole game. And that to me is, uh, that's going to be part of the plan with the XFL XFL. I'm sure because people gamble on, uh, the NFL from September to February. And there's a gap uh, where, uh, that people could, people will, people in Alabama, if they have a few shekels on the game, will watch Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. If it, if it's just Winnipeg and Saskatchewan, uh, I don't see them have, having as much interest. So I would definitely, I would definitely uh, figure out how I could link that part of, of the game. It's a future. It's going to happen, right? Like the NHL has all kinds of, uh, um, they have deals with MGM. They have deals with William Hill. Uh, that's, it's, every sport is going this way. Uh, Canada, it's a, it's a guy from, from Saskatchewan, isn't it? Isn't it a, a, a member of parliament from Saskatchewan who's pushing? Uh, oh, Michael the, Cram. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, a conservative yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. From here. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it, and, and I think the first reading was successful. Like it's going to be uh, single game wagering is going to be legal in Canada very soon. And uh, to me, that has, that's going to be part of the, C, of the CFL's future. So figure out a way to, to be ahead of the head of the tide and not behind it. Listen for us, long suffering golden Knights fans. We have 60 seconds. I yeah. got two questions. How much is it going to hurt having yeah. Alex Petrangelo out and Robin Leonard's going to Henderson reconditioning stint is he going to take over the crease in the big club when he's ready to go he's not going to take over the crease uh, that's going to be uh mark Andre Fleury right now is, is the best goalie in the nhl so uh, uh that'll work itself out i think both guys i think we're better when we have both of those guys going up and running and uh, and that will happen uh hopefully sooner rather than later and take alex petrangelo out of team canada's lineup and it hurts so yeah it's going to hurt <laughs> vegas for sure Gary, appreciate the time, my man. Enjoy the hockey. Uh, always good. Thanks for keeping in touch. All right. Take care, Roddy. Vegas Golden Knights insider Gary Lawlison. Hey, you watch those Golden Knights games. Second intermission. Lawlison order. It's fantastic. 
We'll be coming right back with a sports update, viewer takeover. We got a hot one on the go today. It's the RP Show. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network, Facebook, and YouTube Live. And also 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Great comments here. Great comments. So just ahead of the sports update uh, from the 696 Prairie Mobile text line. Rod, is the MP that's working on wagering not Kevin Waugh from Saskatoon Grasswood? I don't know. Maybe he is. Michael Cram tabled it right. I saw the video, but I'm not a betting guy. Uh, the CFL probably knows who it is. I don't know. I thought it was Michael Cram. Okay, Clark just said it is Michael Cram. <clears throat> Never doubt me. Ray from the six writes in, Hi, Rod. The CFL definitely needs to look at their business. I just wish there was more talk about playing in 2021. Maybe start talking to the CFL Players Association about returning to play protocol. If they don't play this year, kiss the CFL goodbye. Uh, yep, but then the rock will roll in, beep, beep, ready to save the CFL. From the 204, Paulo in Winnipeg. Here's my idea. Create the Continental Football Alliance. The two member leagues being the CFL and XFL. Eventually have the previous season CFL champion play the reigning XFL champion in February before the CFL season starts, before the XFL season starts, sprinkle in exhibition games between leagues and other cross promotional events. Paulo from Winnipeg. I'll say it again. My source this morning telling me that the CFL doesn't want to merge with the XFL. They just want to use the rock. Cam in Saskatoon. I'm getting the Access Now app today to listen to you and Dupes on the call. Ken in Saskatoon. You want to take that one? Please don't do that, Ken. So. That's a, that's a, it's a become a thing. It's become a thing. We've been told that uh, Pat's games will now be blacked out on the app. And we're extremely disappointed. But uh, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. You got to uh, go to whl.ca, download the CHL app, and pay them. Yeah. Don't pay access. So you can't get us. The only way to get us is on television, on access. That's However, right. I did get a note that uh, Connor Bedard's dad is in the city and was looking for a place to go to watch the game, so I set him up. He'll oh, be good. watching us. Oh, good. Thomas Bedard. Um, and Trevor Lackness wrote in earlier and said, you're wrong, Regina's a buzz with Connor Bedard. One of my quick six show topics was, would the Brand Center, the home of the Pats, be sold out in a normal year? Forget COVID for this Bedard debut. I don't think it would be. 15 seasons as voice of the team. I got a pretty good handle on this town. They wouldn't. Especially if the Riders were playing at that time. Right. The, the, the who? The what? Who's playing? And they would be. They don't wake up until the end of November. 
Uh, DG in Saskatoon says, Morning, guys. Just curious what it's like to live rent-free in Pat McAfee's brain. He talked about things yesterday and once again anonymously made note of a show in Canada that gave him flack for speaking about the CFL before. (laughs) He also said that The Rock played for Saskatoon in the CFL. Oops. DG in Saskatoon. I got to meet this DG guy. Sounds cool. Somebody sent me the clip of McAfee. And I laughed. The quote was, I got murdered in Canada by some guy. Hilarious. And I sent, I sent the guy that sent it to me, I said, I think our coverage of the CFL-XFL was better than McAfee's. He goes, agreed, but it's great that everybody's talking about it. Hey? And that's what would happen. That's the power of, of uh, working together, right? Yeah. Oh, a couple, couple questions. Yeah, I guess we're talking hockey today. Which is fine. Glenn in Tallahassee, Florida. With the chat about Connor Bedard, remember Glenn Goodall played full-time as a 14-year-old for Seattle. Amazing. His name's still up, or was last time I was there in Seattle in the arena as a retired number. Glenn Goodall, franchise games played leader. I think WHL games played leader. When you start when you're 14, it's pretty hard to beat that. Right. So when people were saying Connor Bedard, the first exceptional player, first 15-year-old, people were going, no, 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 no. Glenn Goodall's name came up. Does that name mean anything yeah. to you? It was a little yeah. before your time. I know the name. But, um, he, but Connor Bedard's the first exceptional player tagged with that status. So I get that. By the way, huge treat. I think this is why people like this show. It's a little different than when you get anywhere else. And I'll get to your other hockey questions. But coming up tomorrow on the show, Ian Furness. And Glenn in Florida, you're going to really love this story. Ian Furness was the voice of the Seattle Thunderbirds back in the day, early 90s when I came into the league. So he's coming on the show tomorrow. Right now he's a sports talk host at 910 KJR Seattle. Just ahead of his show, he's coming on ours tomorrow. I haven't talked to the guy in 25 years. So anyways, we were doing loser laps around the communiplex. Okay. Now called the Art Hauser Center. That's what I call the laps you make in the intermission or before the game. Loser laps. <clears throat> credit. We used to do that in the car up and down Main Street. Credit, credit David Kazoka for that, by the way, because that was Kazoka's term. But we were doing loser laps, and Ian stopped and looked at the wall. And I don't know if they still have this in Prince Albert or not, but there was photos of Mike Madano, Dave Manson, Ken Baumgartner, Curtis Hunt. I mean, you name it. Orland Kurtenbach. All these Prince Albert. And Ian was just like... I can't believe it. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I'm in the, 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 the Mecca of hockey, like the birthplace. And I'm like, you are? You know what I mean? It's just it's Prince Albert. It's, <laughs> I, we're in, no, no, we're in pre- PA, the gateway to the north. That's where we are, Ian. But it dawned on me, oh, wait, it is very special. It is very special right here. The Bermuda Triangle of the NHL. Thank you, Darnell, from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions for reminding me of this. Breaking news, the National Lacrosse League, the largest and most successful professional lacrosse property in the world today, announced that the NLL Board of Governors has officially approved the start of the 21-22 season for the weekend of December 3rd and 4th. The schedule will play for 18 regular season games followed by playoffs and a championship series. Again, December 3rd and 4th, the start time for the NLL 
this upcoming season. This season will be the debut of the NLL in Texas with Panther City Lacrosse Club playing at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, Texas, as well as the return of the NLL to the Capital Region, New York, with Albany NLL. Team name contest currently underway. Visit Albany NLL to learn more. And it's new ownership group at the Times Union Center. Ryan is watching in Albany right now. So, Ryan, there's the news there. Uh, AHL, Matthew Phillips tied the game in the third, then scored the winner as the Stockton Heat edged the Manitoba Moose 3-2 in overtime on Wednesday. Meanwhile, Lucas Vademo and Alex Belzeal had a goal and an assist each as the Lavelle Rocket topped the Belleville Senators 3-1 last night in the Apple. And that's about all I got. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, Regina's newest entertainment destination. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. One of the viewers asked about the ownership change of the Regina Pats. Here's what it is quickly. The Semple family that owns Brant. Namers of the Brant Center. They are taking over full ownership of the Regina Pats. How do I feel about it? Kind of sucky because my buddies that are in the ownership group are leaving. Anthony Marquardt and Todd Lombard. And just when I get back into the Pats significantly full-time, they leave. But spit happens. So whatever's best for the Pats is good for me. We'll be back with uh, viewer takeover, everybody. It is the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, viewer takeover time. I just feel like we'll be, it'll be a push over into hour two in the second half kickoff, and that's when Brian Burke joins us. Uh, Ken in Saskatoon writes, interesting business model Access Communications has from Ken in Saskatoon. No, 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 but this is what Darren and I were afraid of. Don't blame Access. They put all the work into this app, download it, and pay $4 a month. They were told by the Western Hockey League, no more Pats games. Am I okay to say that? Yeah. Too many people were downloading the Access app and not the WHL app, and they own the league. So just don't blame Access. It's a business thing. It's not access. That's all. If it was up to them, we'd be on. If it was up to access, it would be, you think they don't want to have the games on their app? Ken, it's not. I know. I know. When did this come down? This morning? This morning. At least to me, it came down this morning. So it all comes down to the games people play, sports broadcasting. Now you know why the NHL hasn't been on ESPN this for almost is, 30 years. This is NHL. Blo- We're learning all about the ins and outs of the NHL blackouts and center ice. And So don't please blame access. That's right. Oh, the guys were, they're updating us on the curling. I haven't got to the curling report yet, but where is it here? Where's that on here? Well, I oh, know James in Manitoba. BC is up on Manitoba 5-4 in the eighth end. Everybody's really getting down and funky with what's going on at the Briar, and that's draw 16 right now. I guess I could update all those. The afternoon will be fun because Dunstone's the featured game again. That's a big one. That's a big one. It's the nitty-gritty. Everybody's into it. Winning I do want to say this. I was just thinking about Ian Furness when he was the voice of the Seattle Thunderbirds. He gave me, I gave him the tour of the PA rink, and he was in awe. We went down to Seattle to the old rock and roll arena. Did you ever hear about that place? Right downtown Seattle, right underneath the Space Needle, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah. And he gave me a tour of that place, and it was everything you heard. Square corners, 
chicken wire mesh <laughs> in the end, not glass. Yeah. And I do remember this. Dennis Bayak was the general manager of the Seattle Thunderbird. Walked by him. This is early 90s, 93. And I'm like, hey, Dennis. He's like, hey, Rod. He says, well, Manitoba guy, but he knew me. There was about 20 cops lined up. And they looked like NFL D linemen. They're all like 6'5 and taller. Really big dudes. And I was like, <clears throat> what do we need them for? What's going to go on in here tonight that where, we need these guys? Where am I? I'm all of a sudden, I'm uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden, the spotlight went on the uh, tunnel where they introduced the thunder. Rock and roll. To this day, they still play it. Madhouse. Insane. People throwing beers. Brawling in the stand. That's why they needed those six foot six cops. Anyways, we'll update the Briar next hour. And Brian Burke's going to be with us. Stick with us, everybody. It's the RP Show on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.